Hi everyone, I'm Tom Miller, editor of SolarView Magazine and marketing director here at Bewa RE Solar Systems. This is a follow-up interview after a jam-packed town hall yesterday on the PPP and what you need to know to achieve loan forgiveness. And I'm joined by Gina Ramdas um, of SBA Loan Forgiveness, LLC. Thank you, Gina, for coming back on the program today. Thank you for having me, Tom. And if you have additional questions for Gina, you can reach out to her at mysbaloanforgiveness.com, and you can see that in the bottom left of her screen there. Gina, real quick, you, you're working full-time right now, but also offering this program. Can you tell me what inspired you to start your LLC right now? I want to start with saying that all small business owners are today's heroes. They struggle to keep their business running in today's uncertainties. And uh, why are they applying for PPP loans is because they're not doing it for themselves. They're not doing it for their company. They're doing it for the employees. So the employees should, can keep their jobs and uh, needn't have to apply for unemployment. The PPP loan is um, very complex. And when I saw the bill, and when I tried to find the forgiveness part of it, when I tried to find the qualification part of it, it was so confusing. And even now we don't have any guidance. I work as a full-time and this is my job. So I keep looking at it every day and try to update myself for my company. And I thought I would provide this as a service for other small businesses who cannot afford to have a financial controller on their payroll. Am I an expert today? I'm not. But in a couple of weeks, I would be with getting all the information possible and then putting a checklist and sending it out and making sure that the, the, SB, the SBA will give grant maximum forgiveness for these small businesses. Okay, great. Thank you for sharing that. Um, we received a ton of questions yesterday and some of the, those questions we couldn't get to, um, but Gina has agreed to come on and address the outstanding questions today um, and also some new ones that we got this morning. Um, so we're going to record this interview and post the podcast and video in a few hours. Um, Gina, you and I briefly discussed whether or not we should post answers to all the questions. And, you know, we both decided that since federal guidance is such a moving target, that it would be better to not publish those right now. It, is that right? Yes, that's right. And once I get clarity and once I know the right answers, and if it's fixed, then I can publish it. I can send emails to your installers and they can follow those rules. I can even make a calculator and provide guidance. Great. Well, we really appreciate your help and thanks for coming today. So let's dive into the questions. Um, number one, how do we get a list of eligible forgivable expenses? As we were discussing, we do not have one final list because we are waiting for so much of clarity from the SBA. And we also should understand that this program is new, they put it together. So let's wait to get the full uh, guidance from SBA. Right now we know it's payroll cost, including benefits and interest on mortgage obligations, rent, utilities for the eight week covered period. Okay, and we know that it's split up basically 75% for payroll and then 25% um, in other costs. For that 25%, what expenses are included in utilities? So for utilities, it includes electricity, gas, water, uh, telephone, internet access, and transportation. And it says the service should have begun before 2 20 
Now the next question is going to be, what does transportation include? I don't know yet. We need more clarity on that. It can be commuter benefits, but if employees are not coming to work, why do we have commuter benefits? So these are all the questions I'm asking myself. And I've also reached out to the SBA with my questions and I keep sending them multiple emails and I'm hoping to get clarity as soon as possible. Okay. Number three, will loan payments for uh, work trucks qualify? So uh, auto and work, uh, work trucks. Um, SBA on its other cost, it had said that include interest on other debt obligations. But what are other debts? It did not specifically mention what the other debts are. So we have to find out. But for this small business, I would recommend to run a calculation with and without the interest on the truck. I know that uh, I can tell you that the payments is not um, it will not be considered, but that might the interest portion of it might be considered as an other cost, but we need to wait for clarification. We, for this business, I would recommend that we can run a calculation and see how much is it? What, what difference does it make? And we can take it from there for now. But as soon as I receive clarification, I will put it out. Okay, I see. Um, number five, does workers' compensation qualify as a forgivable expense? I understand that the business pays workers' compensation only because there are wages. If there are no wages, there is no premium, right? Uh, but when SBA said payroll cost, it did not mention workers' compensation in it. On the other hand, I heard that lenders included the PPP loan calculation for the loan amount. They had included, included workers' compensation in it. Uh, but that, that business is got a pre-approval and waiting to get their loan. Uh, so the answer um, for this question um, as directly as possible, as, as I can answer as directly as possible is the payroll uh, cost includes employer portion of only state and local taxes. There is no mention of workers' compensation in it. Okay. Um, number six, can workman's comp coverage be suspended during the period of inactivity? Uh, this question will be for your insurance broker. Again, I understand that solar installers are thinking out of the box and coming up with various ways um, to manage their cash flow. Uh, while auto insurance companies are giving refunds during COVID-19 pandemic, why not workers' compensation insurance companies exempt the PPP wages from their premium, right? Uh, they can do their part. Uh, we are paying so much premium. Uh, please check with your insurance broker and carrier to get more guidance on that. Okay, great. Um, number seven, what about temporary employees, contractors through an agency? Um, I think this question was asked after we determined that the 1099 contractors are not included in the PPP payroll cost. Uh, the temporary agencies are treated like 1099 contractors. Um, they might be applying for their, their own loan. So if they are not in your payroll, they are not included in the PPP payroll cost. Number eight, what other expenses will qualify? Is it up to each individual bank or is there a more detailed list from the SBA? So far I know it is not up to the bank, but the bank will incorporate all the expenses which the SBA would deem qualified 
And as we know, we are still waiting for the final list to show up. Okay. Uh, number nine, what are forgivable payroll expenses? Is it FICA, FUTA, F-U-T-A, I'm not familiar with that, gross pay? For the eight-week period, the gross pay for employees who are making under 100K is forgivable. Employer-paid health, vision, and dental insurance. Employer-paid retirement benefits. And state unemployment is forgivable. I'm going to um, quote the SBA. Under the Act, payroll costs are calculated on gross basis without regard to, that is um, nothing including uh, subtractions or additions on federal taxes imposed or withheld, such as employees and employer share of Federal Insurance Contribution Act, and income taxes required to be withheld from employees. As a result, payroll costs are not reduced by taxes imposed on an employee and required to be withheld by an employer but payroll costs do not include the employer share of payroll tax. Um, so that's what it says. And they also quoted an example. The example is that if somebody is on 4,000 in their gross wages, the company might uh, hold 500, the employee portion of the taxes. The, and then pay the employee 3,500 and send the $500 to the appropriate tax uh, uh, entities. Uh, for this purpose, uh, the gross, pay, gross wages of 4,000 is calculated, is, is considered as the payroll cost. Hope I clarified that. The employer portion of the taxes is not uh, considered as a payroll cost. Okay, got it. Um, number 10, are employee costs calculated as a lump sum or calculated by an individual employee? Example, employee number three leaves, employee number eight, joins to fill in the role. Is employee number eight payroll eligible for PPP forgiveness, PPP and forgiveness? Yes, employee eight is eligible for forgiveness as long as other conditions are met. Okay, um, number 11. I have clients that qualified as an eligible small business as a real estate property with rental and leasing. Do you know what proof they would need for their loan forgiveness? Please keep all the documents for the eight week period. So once we get more guidance, we can have a complete package to submit for forgiveness. Okay, number 12, would the lease agreements suffice? Uh, I believe so. Uh, I mean, I think it's a follow up on the same question. I believe so, but we have to still keep all the documents because we don't have a list yet and they might come up with any documentation which we might, we might think at right, right now that we might need and later on we don't need it. So it's better to keep it all in one place. And once we get a document, we'll list them and we can submit it. Okay, great. Um, number 13, is there any guidance about using cash or an accrual method for determining eligible expenses? This is the question which we are trying to find answer as of now. We really don't know how we are going to do with this, but I can give an interpretation with what is what we know so far. Um, so the SBA says the cost incurred and payment made during the covered period. During the covered period, uh, it can be interpreted in two ways. The cost must be both incurred and made during the covered period to be eligible for forgiveness, or the cost must either be incurred or made during the covered period to the uh, to be eligible for forgiveness. We need clarity on this basic provision. Great. Number 14. 
Regarding PPP, what if some employees don't want to come back, either to continue on unemployment or family leave? For example, if we certified with 10 employees on our PPP application and only want eight to return, do we get 80% of the loan forgiven or do we need to hire other people? Correct, you get 80% of the loan forgiven, but if you really wanted to get the maximum loan forgiven, you can hire two more employees. It is based on your business needs. And another thing is if you bring these employees back on June 30th, and if, you're, if your full-time employees are 10, then you will, eligible, you will be eligible for 100% forgiveness provided you have 75% of the loan amount as your payroll cost. Okay, number 15. To calculate the portion over 100,000 per employee, we have used any amount over $8,333.33 per month as excluded. Um, and that's 100,000 for 12 months. Is this a good interpretation? Um, no, for this purpose, it is calculated per week. So the formula recommended is 100,000 divided by 52, that would be per week. Um, it is um, 1923.08. And uh, for four weeks, you multiply that by four, and it is $7,692.31. Okay. Number 16. Is there a draft forgiveness application available from the SBA yet? Not that we know of. Um, I believe the lenders will publish their own um, application online and incorporate SBA's language in it. I think most of this forgiveness would be done electronically. Okay, number 17. What was in the fine print before I applied for the loan? Question mark. I'm not sure I understand that question. Um, so uh, basically um, my interpretation of this question is what is the fine print? Does it say anything uh, regarding payroll or regarding payroll cost forgiveness and all that? Um, the application lenders um, may use, they used their own online application and uh, they incorporated the same language, uh, which was uh, in the PPP, SBA PPP application. And they also used a promissory note from SBA and also added some language to it. So each lender did it in a different way. Uh, so you should contact um, your lender and get a copy for your files. Whatever you signed, the documents were signed, it should be there for your files. So please contact them and get it and maybe we can read it. Okay, number 18, just a few more here. If you end up having extra money at the end because the calculation on the application was really blunt and didn't ask you for a breakdown of your actual expenses, and you turn those funds into the two-year loan, can you then use the loan funds for other things besides payroll, rent, utilities, and what is outlined in the law? Yes, you may. Uh, you can turn it into a loan. The interest is 1% fixed rate. Um, all payments are deferred for six months. However, interest will continue to accrue over this period. And this loan is due in two years. Uh, you can uh, pay it earlier if you want. There are no prepayment penalties or fees. And no collateral, is all, no collateral or personal guarantee is required for this loan. Uh, however, the proceeds are, if, if the proceeds are used for uh, any fraudulent purposes, the US government will pursue criminal charges against the borrower. Okay, number 19. 
Will there be an audit process on some percentage of the PPP loans to ensure compliance? We do not have any guidance on that. Uh, we should prepare all documents assuming there will be an audit. Okay. Uh, interestingly, there is a lender hold harmless provision in the act. The SBA will hold harmless any lender that relies on borrower documents and attestations from a borrower. In, 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 in like lenders will be held harmless for a borrower's failures to comply with the program criteria. So it is the small business's responsibility to keep all the documents and provide it to the lender. And if there is an audit, we should keep them so we can show it to them. Okay, number 20, uh, this is the last one. How can I request loan forgiveness? Uh, you have to submit a request to the lender that is servicing the loan. Um, and right now they are still processing the loan so they don't have much information. They're also like us waiting for the guidelines from SBA. Uh, once it's all a little bit clear, uh, the lender might be able to give specific requirements. Uh, and then, you know, the request will include documents uh, to verify the number of full-time employees, pay rate, and all the payments, eligible mortgage, lease, and utility obligations. And the small business must certify that the documents are true and they use the forgiveness amount to keep employees uh, and, um, made and made eligible mortgage interest rate and rent utility payments. And the lender has a decision on the forgiveness within 60 days. Okay, so that's the end of our questions. Gina, I really appreciate you coming on today. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to let solar installers know right now? Yes, after talking to the solar installers, I understand that each business has its own goals. Some of them wanted to have cash flow in, in their business, and some of them wanted to make sure that the loan is forgivable, 100%. So what we have to do is, what I recommend doing is have an eight-week projection. Keep looking at their projection every week. Add whatever we know we don't know because today we know something, tomorrow we don't know something. Add those variables in your calculation and see where you would stand after the eight week period. It is a lot of work because you're already doing a lot of paperwork on permitting, financing and all that. But this is going to add to the burden. Uh, PPP is definitely going to add loads of uh, paperwork, but think about it, it's only for eight weeks. Let's keep the documents clean for eight weeks and also anticipate what is forgiven today. Anticipate what is forgiven next week because it keeps changing and it is very frustrating, but we have to make sure that we plan ahead so that we can get the best out of this program. So Gina, thank you so much for joining us yesterday and today to answer all the follow-up questions we had. We had quite a few, so really appreciate your time. And you can find Gina at mysbaloanforgiveness.com. Um, Gina, I believe you have a special offer going on right now. Can you tell us about that? Yes. So what we are doing right now is we are talking to clients and trying to give them advice on what kind of documents is needed and how we can make the calculation for them which would benefit for their company. Again, do you want 100% loan forgiveness or it's okay to carry some loan as a long term, as a two year liability. So we are working on with clients and for solar installers, I see that there are various, uh, based on their requirements, there are various uh, needs. And I'm ready to consult with them and find out what the best need is. 
And uh, we also have a loan package where we prepare all the documents required for submitting the loan forgiveness. And the prices vary based on the loan amounts. Okay. And for the solar installers, we are offering a 10% discount for the first 50 clients who we sign up. And the discount code is SBA4U, SBA4U. And I'll put that on the website too. Thank you so much and good luck with everything. Yeah. Thank you, Gina. Thank you for participating in the conversation. And, and I know you're working full time and this is an additional workload for you, but um, thank you for supporting the solar community as you are. Thank you.